Well, hello, everybody. Welcome in. We are down to 16 teams. Um, I am here with Coach Shaken Blake, um, the defending champs, uh, <laughs> Fremont, Mighty Tarzans. How you doing, Coach? Well, not too bad. Not too bad. Um, yeah. Yeah. Good. Cool. Well, we're going to start with Region 4 and kind of work our way up, talk about the games up to this point, and then kind of preview some of the Sweet 16 games. So. Um, I guess we can start with uh, Sioux City, who um, I think maybe if you were listening to the Region 4 podcast before, I was like, I'm not sure how good they are, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, they're undefeated. They're 20, now they're 18-0, now they're 20-0. But, you know, I think Norman could upset them. And, uh, <laughs> man, they've proven in these first two games that they are a force to reckon with. Yeah. Um, when the fr- yeah, they won the first game by 17, won the second game by 27. Um, I mean, they're just – they're so big. They're big men score, um, and they score a lot. Uh, and they just look like, you know, um, doesn't – they don't look anything different than when they were in conference 16 and just blowing teams out. Um, yeah, for sure. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, for sure. Um, I mean, you got – uh, Skyler Wynn was a, a very high recruit, and so was Michael Montgomery. So, and they're both playing, so was Diaz, yeah. as playing extremely well for the region. I think they're uh, number three and number seven game score for their region. Um, mm. So just playing extremely well, basket, very good basketball, <clears throat> and it's clearly worked out so far. Yeah. For Martinez, the 5'10 point guard out, I think we kind of – Voiced a little hesitation, but he's been playing great. Um, shot 62 and then 52.9%, 23 and 21 points. Um, so, I mean, as good as you can ask for from um, from a point guard, from a 5'10 point guard. Uh, one, one thing I was wondering um, was, um, was, was, like, anyone going to run zone against them? And uh, they haven't yet, you know. Um, Mm-hmm. Obviously, the first the first one's Bowling Green. Um, that's a game they should win. Um, Coach Overmars uh, got to his first ever NTT, and I'm not sure how active he is or not active, but he just yeah, he's pretty. He, he changes his three point settings at least, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. but he just ran normal, um, slow normal, and then uh, Norman tried. Man, next up for them, they have Waterloo. Waterloo um, has been playing, you know, they were, they were a good team all year, um, but you get into, you get into the uh, NTT. And uh, one thing that I was noticing from Waterloo was that Paul Coleman wasn't playing as well as he had been before, at least last year, he set a record for rebounds in a season. Mm -hmm. Um, But in the first round, he had season high 18 rebounds and plus 40 against Boca Rotan, and they they killed them. They beat them by forty one points. Yeah, sixty two percent, sixty two percent field goal percentage. They couldn't miss. Correct, correct. And then they played Huntington Beach, a team I picked, and I think a lot of people picked to uh, make it to the. Uh, I picked. I think I picked them to make it to the Elite Eight or Final mm-hmm. Four or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I picked them to to, to be the Final Four, and. Uh, they didn't shoot well, but they played great defense. Mm-hmm. Just shut them down, and it was a close game. 
Huntington Beach made a little bit of a comeback in the in the fourth quarter. Um, cut it down to uh, three points with two uh, one point with uh, a minute and a half left. They got two shots, missed them both. Colby Jordan hit a big two to put them up by three, um, and then he hit he split the free throws with 16 seconds left to put them up by four. And there just wasn't enough time after that to get two shots off. And, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, Waterloo pulled that one off. So I'm excited for this matchup. Um, Waterloo has not played zone. They've played normal and man all year. But, you know, they got some big men. They got with uh, guys like Coleman and Miller. Um, they got some height. And, yeah, they got a lot of scoring. So it'll be interesting to see, yeah, how does this team – How's this team go against this other big team? It's it, it should be a fun matchup. What do you think about this one? Yeah, uh, I mean, you've definitely got like you said. Like you said, I mean, uh, uh, City runs two seven footers and a six ten guy. Um, I mean, you obviously got the uh, point guard that kind of evens it out at five ten, being a little short mm-hmm. on the short end, but clearly playing well. Um, so. It'll be interesting. I I would be also intrigued to see what zone uh, does against a um, such a big team like that. Um, but I I guess I don't know how uh, active Waterloo uh, G Money is, um, but it is interesting. He's he's got, yeah, he's got. I mean, all his starters are over thirteen points per game. Um, wouldn't be shocked to see maybe some manipulation of shot settings to um, get around some uh, defenders because all mm-hmm. of his players are pretty good shooters or at least seem to be on the surface. So. Yeah. Um, so earlier in the year, um, they played Brunswick and Brunswick did run his zone. They gave up 80 points. They only scored 68. So they, they ended up losing. Mm-hmm. Um, the other team that's pretty active is Pontiac. They did not play his own in the three times they played against them, and neither did uh, Peoria. So, and that, so I'm not sure um, whether coaches uh, are active or not active, but yeah. um, not a ton of teams played zone against them. So I wonder if it's a little bit of a curveball for them. Um, yeah, just a thought, but I'm yeah, I'm not sure. Yeah. So um, let's keep going. Um, look at the bottom half. So in the bottom half, you had uh, Lansing who made it out. Um, Lansing had a tough game against Carson City. That one went back and forth and back and forth. And, uh, you know, they uh, Lansing pulled it out at the end um, with, uh, you know, Kane Johannesson getting 20 points off the bench, playing mm-hmm. crazy well in that one. Um he was huge for them. And then in the second round, they had a rematch against Lincoln. They played Lincoln in the PNTT um, playoffs, and they beat them by, like, 30. This game was a little closer, but um, they still did pull out the win. Mm-hmm. Uh, they looked pretty good. And Lansing looks like a team that's kind of um, primed uh, and playing really, really well. They're a defensive first team that have some guys that can shoot. And they're going up against probably the best – one of the best offensive teams in the in the league here versus Naples. Um, 
Yeah, we can talk a little bit about Naples' run. They beat Wooster in the first round by eight. And then uh, they played Montpelier. Montpelier had two of their guys get into – two of their um, best players get into foul trouble. Ethan James only played 16 minutes all yeah. all game, which – Still got 18 points. And it still got 18 points out of that too, which is mm-hmm. <laughs> fun. But. Eight for 11. So you kind of wonder what would have happened if he would have – Gotten a little more time. Ethan James actually had a three-pointer to tie it um, as uh, time was expiring in the uh, in the second half. But Oscar Nielsen blocked the shot. So um, Naples, you know, they're one of the most efficient shooting teams in the league. In the league, they started by going. They only shot um, they shot forty-eight from the field, but ninety-four on seventeen free throws. Um, for um, in the first game and then the second game, uh, they shot 61.5%. They did have 21 turnovers, but I'm kind of interested to see how this uh, how this second round matchup's going to go. Um, yeah, Mag Canetti has been playing out of his mind. Yeah, it's it is it. What also is interesting is that, uh, Naples rebounding in the last two games has been extremely well. They're they um, they're plus. Uh, 13 against Montpelier, and they were also plus uh, 11 um, against Wusher. Uh, so see if that continues against Lansing, I think would also be a kind of an interesting little who uh, Lansing rebounds extremely well and has rebounded well all season. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, you can't expect a game like that from uh Canetti, but I mean, he's been playing great all season. And, you know, if he can keep this up, I think they got a good chance against Lansing. How do you see that game going? Yeah, I think it'll um, it will be interesting. Um, I think we're all uh, a little in- interested in Stephen Lewis uh, for Lansing and going through his freshman woes. Um, we'll see. Maybe he'll warm up during uh, warm up during kind of uh, lights are on. But um, yeah, it'll be an interesting matchup. I think, yeah, it's kind of a fire and ice situation with a defensive uh, team like Lansing going against a very efficient Naples team. So, um, yeah, it'll be. A, I don't honestly have a, a good be- feed on who I think is going to win this one. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, and you know, I'll tell you this: if I mean they. They held a really good uh, Lincoln team to only 63 points, 42% from the field, uh, 16% from three-point land. Um, you know, they only and they only had five turnovers. Um, this team wins with defense. They win with uh, taking care of the ball, rebounding. I mean, they out-rebounded an amazing team, 50 to 34. Mm-hmm. Um, Lincoln's been dominating teams, and Lincoln might have one of the – players in the whole league and uh, Anthony Bayer and they just made him look average so that's something to to keep in keep in mind but Naples is a different animal and um, you know if Quincy Styles goes 10 for 28 again I don't like their chances because mm-hmm. I mean you're not going to win many games like that but they did win this one and but they're but that's what they're known for. They're known for their defense. They're known for taking care of the ball. Ernesto Smith only played 19 minutes. 
Um, but Christian England's a solid backup. Um, I'm excited for this matchup. I'm excited to see what happens. But Naples is playing really, really well. So, Yeah, for sure. All right. Well, let's look at Region 3. So, in Region 3, uh, Virginia Beach has kind of been um, – or we'll start with Bakersfield. So, Bakersfield, you know a lot about Bakersfield. Uh, yes. They were the runner-up last year to you guys. The year before, mm-hmm. they won the championship. And it just seems like they keep on winning huge ties. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> they keep winning huge ties and uh, having really good teams. Yes. But now they get a – so, they beat Laredo by 32. Today was a little bit of a – it was a tight game, tighter than I expected. Idaho Falls made made a little bit of a run. They made it interesting, um, cutting it to two points with about two minutes and then um, and then uh, two points with a minute 20 after an Adrian DeBerry uh, uh, three-pointer. But Larry Hollenbeck hit a huge three with five seconds on the shot clock, 53 seconds left in the game, and um, that put him up by five. Zachary Lee had a turnover, and after that, it was basically over. It didn't didn't matter after that. Uh, this team's really good. Um, yes. Austin, I mean, they didn't shoot their best. They only shot 44% from the field. Austin Alexander went 6 of 17. Um, yeah, a little bit of an so, Graham. Uh, yeah, yeah. He's, I mean, he's a stud, obviously, but they played great defense, held uh, – Idaho falls to 41% from the field. Um, Held them to only 69 points. But the games aren't going to get any easier. Um, This team's really solid. So their their next matchup is against Rockford. And Rockford's an interesting one. I think that'll be an interesting matchup. Uh, Coach Future Star, um, he's he's a great coach. He knows what he's doing. He knows how to get the most out of his guys. And, you know, they started off with a game versus Lubbock where they – um. Yeah, where they beat them pretty solidly, twelve points. Um, they, um, Jim, uh, Jeremiah McCann, um, had thirteen points, twelve assists, three, uh, three steals. So he was playing great. Um, at the point guard, and you know this team spreads it out. They rely on a lot of different players to do a lot of different things. Um, and then today they played Vicksburg, the Blue Rage, and. They beat them by 11. They all rebounded them by seven. Um, yeah, they yeah, they just look like a solid team, but they haven't played a team like uh, they haven't played a team like um, Bakersfield. How do you think this matchup looks to you? No, it's uh, it's definitely an interesting one. Uh, Rockford, on top of being a very high scoring team, um, I think they're averaging 80, 86 points per game. The first, last two games that they have played um, also have played very good defense. Uh, I think 39% yeah. field goal and 42%. Um, so mm-hmm. if that continues, um, I mean, if you score a lot and you hold them down, it, you can win a lot of games that way. Um, of course, yeah. there's no one quite like Bakersfield uh, um, kind of going it well. Shouldn't say that. Ann Arbor is also an extremely good team. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but Bakersfield uh, has been good for a number of seasons here and um, is very, he's a very seasoned coach. Um, mm-hmm. He's 
I mean, I play him a lot, and yeah, yeah. he's a bit, he's a very good coach, and yeah, um, I thinking Bakersfield should be able to pull this one out, um, but I, you never know with um, mm-hmm. some defense, some if that defense continues for Rockford, and uh, they keep yeah. scoring at a high rate. And you know, we talk a lot about Bakersfield with their high classes, but. Rockford's got some really high-rated classes, too. They got the 19-3, the 527, 2922, mm-hmm. um, and then the 6138 uh, with senior Samuel Baldwin. Yeah. So it's like these guys aren't chumps. They don't, they're not going to back down from a fight like this. And, uh, I mean, these two teams, it's like, okay, Upchurch, um, he switches up Upchurch and Carrasco, depending on matchups, it looks like, for the most part. And Angel Johnson looks like their defensive stopper for mm-hmm. um, Bakersfield. Um, they got that shoes. He, he yeah. ruins Amberd every time he plays, so <laughs> I've <Yeah>. avoided him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So um, I'm interested to see what Future Star does. I mean, Future Star will change up his lineup. It looks like Bakersfield doesn't for the most part, mm-hmm. other than they've tried zone a couple times. They tried zone maybe four times this year. Um, I don't see him going on this game, but they could. Um, yeah. And they had plenty of success. I mean, yeah, they, they were holding really good teams to low low totals when they ran zones. So mm-hmm. um, including you guys with 63 points, Glendale yep. with 63, Inglewood with 63. Uh, we only scored 74 with that. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it should be an interesting matchup there. For sure. Um, on the bottom, um, Virginia Beach pulled off a huge upset in round one, beating San Antonio. Um, they came back and pulled ahead in the uh, in the uh, final minute, and then uh, Preston Copeland missed the three to tie it, uh, which sent them on to the second round. In the second round, they played Anchorage, beat them pretty handedly. Um, you know, held them to forty four. They didn't shoot very well at all from the field, only 38.9%. But, you know, what happened was they forced 19 turnovers. They got to the line 23 times, and and they got 14 offensive rebounds. And when you win the offensive rebounding margin by 7, you win the turnover margin by 12. Um, It's tough. And then you win the free throw margin by 17. It's tough Mm -hmm. to lose. Oh, for sure, for sure. Even when you're when you're having an off day, yeah, yeah. And Andrew Abels, he's been there forever. Um, I, it feels like you know he's a he's a junior. Um, two years ago, he took his team to the Elite Eight. Last year, um, they lost in the second round, but they're they're a solid team, you know. Uh, and this team, you know, they don't get any respect. They don't play in a great conference, but they played in the PNTT. Um, lost five games, and uh, but now they're now they're rolling off wins. Um, so uh, I mean, you gotta like how this team's playing. Uh, Oliver Pritchett in the first game went 12 for 15, mm-hmm. 27 points, 11 rebounds, six steals. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's that's one of those games that just goes down in the record books, and you just yeah. and are are amazed. It's like okay, yeah. you yeah. you you think of all the great. 15 seeds that have beaten two seeds. And it's like that. Oliver, that's called the Oliver Pritchett game for a reason. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, no, definitely. Uh, with that game alone, he's uh, got the lead for game score on uh, for the season, for the tourney um, so far. Yeah. I mean, and he's a senior too. Uh, kind of that last hurrah, I'm sure he's thinking. Um, yeah. You have a senior who is as talented as, as he is, um, has been in this first little bit, and I'm going to assume, uh, yeah, his whole career, um, basically his whole career, having a senior year out beyond mm-hmm. uh, expectations with 26 points per game um, and a ton of steals. So having a yeah. crazy good year, a power forward, um, you never know. Uh, when you've got that senior who really wants to win and uh, yeah. clearly showed out the first game and we'll see if he keeps pulling out, uh, pulling out big shots and stealing the ball here this last game. Yeah. Next I think mean, a ton of steals, him and Abel's combined for 4.3 steals combined between the two of them. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, I really like this team, um, but you know, this is, this is a tough little bracket. But they just want to keep going, you know. Mm-hmm. They got the St. Paul Saints. So, um, St. Paul, they won their first game um, by 15 against Clearwater. And then they come back and they beat a really solid Aspen team by 11. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, is it so in the Aspen game, Antoine Hernandez went 12 for 14, 26 points. Um, the guy was playing, <laughs> I mean, nine rebounds, three steals. Uh, he was playing so well, so well. Uh, yeah, I love it. Um, and he's playing his best basketball um, when the lights are the brightest. And uh, in the first round, they, he's, they scored 99 points versus Clearwater. And St. Paul's one of those teams, it's like they don't do anything sexy, but, you know, they, you know, they, they get it done. And they, got, they go 10 deep. And it's like, okay, it's okay. First round, Robert Lubwick got – uh, or Ethan Alexander got into some foul trouble. Robert Lovewood had to come in. He went five for six, 12 points. Mm-hmm. Um, what a what a luxury it is to have a guy like him coming off the bench. And in some ways, it's like, man, their bench might be better than their starters, you know? Yeah, it's always it's always interesting when you get uh, – I mean, St. Paul is running kind of counter to, I think, a, a lot of more of the teams in the league who try to run basically five starters and then hope and pray that you don't get into foul trouble. Um, they're quite the opposite where they are running the 10 deep. Um, so it's a little bit harder to really game plan against them since you don't really know. It's a little bit more miraged what, who's good at what, um, cause you're not looking at 30 stats. Um, and yeah. so, yeah, it's, um, they're more of a headache definitely to game plan for. So this game against Virginia beach, um, yeah, how do you think it goes down? What do you think? You think, uh, yeah, does Virginia Beach have a chance against them? Yeah, um, I think. I mean, Oliver Pritchett definitely is uh, mm-hmm. a force to be reckoned with, and with the combo with the Andrew Abels, um, I think they have a pos- They have a chance definitely to um, keep pulling it through with uh, kind of um, an older. Um, with those two guys, but I think St. Paul probably takes this one out. Um, they've scored well all year. They're playing extremely good basketball in the tournament. Um, mm-hmm. And, yeah, I, they're they're just a solid team. Yeah. I mean, everyone's going to be watching that Antoine Hernandez-Oliver uh, Pritchett matchup. And then mm-hmm. Taylor Ewing's a great defender and a 
himself too. Um, the senior, I mean, there, there's some talent on this, uh, on this floor and I'm excited to see how this region ends up. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, for sure. All right. Let's talk about the, um, let's talk about region two. Uh, so top part, you know, the first, the first and only one seed to be upset was Omaha. They were taken down by Salt Lake city and, you know, Salt Lake City, they got Coach Bills. He's a great coach. He's been doing a ton. Um, you know, they they came out, and uh, first round, they got Brandon Pratt in some foul trouble. Brandon Pratt only played 20 minutes. Eric Arms also got in foul trouble. He only played 15 minutes. Mm -hmm. And uh, Jonathan, Jonathan Crowley went off. He went 34 points on 20 shots. So uh, that's that's pretty good. You know, that's, that's pretty good. And then David Morgan... <laughs> <laughs> Pretty efficient. Morgan almost had um, a uh, triple double. He had 11 points, 14 rebounds, and nine blocks. <laughs> so uh, that that game was huge for those two. Um, and Rochester, they funneled their scoring through really two guys, and you know they weren't on the floor as much. Daniel Haynes had to carry too much, and mm -hmm. they weren't able to get it done. In the second round, they played Omaha, and uh, Again, I mean, Crowley wasn't as efficient this game, but he had 33 and 15, mm -hmm. three assists, three blocks. Um, David Morgan, 10 points, 13 boards, uh, three assists, six blocks. Uh, you know, these guys are playing some of their best basketball. Avery Green went to the, um, Avery Green went to the bench. He uh, he's been going back and forth, but mostly playing um, starters minutes. He was on the bench today. But he came off the bench for 12, point, 12 minutes, and he scored 21 points on 10 shots. So, um, I mean, if you can figure out a way to play those guys efficiently, um, mm -hmm. that's great. Yeah, well, you can and, get, uh, get eight assists out of your starter, but yet still get 20 points out of your backup. Like, <laughs> I think that's about yeah. as efficient – that's about as perfect as you can ask. And probably the reason they won is because they went to the line 29 times. Um, mm -hmm. I mean, sure, they got out-rebounded. Um, they did cause 18 turnovers, but they got to the line 29 times. And, you know, you're shooting 69% from um, the line, which is pretty nice. Uh, they they get 80 points and win that game. So, I uh, I mean, Salt Lake City looks really good. And, uh, you know, we'll see what happens here. But, uh, yeah, I like their team. Mm -hmm. I do, Jim, um, very much. Yeah, I feel like they're playing their best basketball right now. So. Um, the other game, Carbondale, um, got beat by, got beat by Oxford in the first round. That was a, that was a pretty big upset. Mm -hmm. Um, Oxford just shot 50% and played good defense. And then Louisville beat Flagstaff pretty handedly in the, mm -hmm. in the first round. Louisville, um, getting lots of points. They got some really good guards, um, with Brennan Gore and, uh, Andrew Griffin, um, both scoring close to 20 points, pretty efficient, and they play good defense. And then this game was so crazy, this Oxford-Louisville game. I don't know if you watched any of the play-by-play, -play, but this game in the fourth quarter was so ugly. <laughs> um, oh, really? Ha. Yeah, it was close. It was like uh, it's tied with eight minutes, 53-53, um, going back and forth, back and forth. Uh, so with – Four minutes and a half, Brennan Gore splits his free throws to go up 60-59, and then there's 
one, two. There's like so many missed shots. Like no one scores. Like mm-hmm. and uh, so Oxford hits a shot with three minutes left. They're up 60-61. and then no one, no scores for the next three minutes. And with eleven, with a with uh, twenty three seconds left, um, Ox, uh, Andrew Griffin commits a per, uh, intentional foul on Paxton Albert. Paxton Albert, he's a seventy or a sixty two point seven percent free throw shooter. He misses the front of the one and one. Salas grabs the rebound. They get it to Andrew Griffin, and Andrew Griffin hits <laughs> their first shot that they made in like. Let's see. Uh, the first shot they made in five minutes <laughs> um, <laughs> with, with 11 seconds left to put him up by one. Dylan May got a shot. He took a long two. Dylan May is a 52.3% um, shooter, so you, you like that shot, but it just didn't go in. They got the rebound with one second, and it was all, all she wrote. So it was an ugly game, but Louisville got the win. Mm-hmm. You can't you can't blame him for uh, – winning the game, but it was not pretty by any means. <laughs> no, for sure. No, for sure. That is, that's just kind of crazy. Huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. So Louisville now goes up against uh, against Salt Lake City in the Sweet 16. I mean, they're going to have to figure out a way to stop Crowley um, and Morgan and Green. I mean, there's some there's some solid players for sure for mm-hmm. uh, Salt Lake City, and then Salt Lake City does have pretty good guard defense overall. So that's that's going to be tough for Brendan Gore and Andrew Griffin. But mm-hmm. you know, you gotta like this team. Um, yeah, they keep the score low. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna uh, say. I, I yeah, they re- they keep the score low. There's only uh, I think I was looking through their schedule and. Only one team. Uh, oh, never mind. There's a there's a couple times. They, one team scored 82, uh, 76, and a 70 game. Uh, like, uh, yeah, yeah. There's a there isn't a ton of high score. They play slow, which is uh very interesting. Um, and they play good defense. Is how they yeah. tend to play and try to get their uh, shots up. So it'll be interesting to see against uh, Salt Lake. Uh, Salt Lake. Um, they're definitely gonna have to figure out a way to slow down Crow- Crowley, uh, um, and um, possibly, you know, when you play slow, there's some dribble. There's more dribbling going around. Um, I'm mm-hmm. not sure how Salt Lake does it on steals, um, or where they kind of sit um, compared to. It looks like a lot of their uh, starters have one and a half, 1.7, 1.2 for steals. Um, so if they be, if they have quick hands, that could uh, interrupt their slow play. But we'll, mm-hmm. we'll see. What do you they, – they got a guy that was a pretty big tie in Tyler Wolverton. He must have came in a little lower than they were hoping. Um, mm-hmm. But he does have pretty good per 30 numbers. He gets 4.2 blocks, 9 point um, – one rebounds. What do you think of Corey Timmons? So Corey Timmons spent half the year on DNA, <laughs> and he and then after after a loss to Ames, um, he he started playing, and uh, they've been playing pretty solid since he 
entered the starting lineup when they started entering the what entered the starting lineup against Terre Haute. They've only lost one game since then, and that really wasn't his fault because he went six for seven in that game. But um, it's kind of an interesting uh, strategy to go from NA to starter. You don't see that very often, do you? Yeah, that is that is intriguing. <laughs> yeah, he played backup a few a little bit. Um, yeah, but, and he's yeah he didn't play at all last year. Um, yeah, he was NA his entire junior year. He played uh, backup center. Um, freshman and sophomore year and starting small forward, which is interesting. I mean, I've, I've taken NAs from uh, NAs to backups, but I have never started one. So it's, yeah, but clearly it's working out and uh, yeah, I guess senior year push for, uh, um, for Corey Timmons. Um, Senior leadership is uh, definitely important in uh, the tournament um as uh for sure like, uh coach bills always says he likes to have um some older players out there um thinks they play a little bit better when it comes down to tournament time so who knows yeah let's look at charlotte charlotte's been playing really really well they got a solid team uh first game uh riley richards scored 28 <laughs> points on 15 shots um you know they they just have Colin Ross hit 18 points on 10 shots this today versus Chicago, versus a really solid Chicago team. Um, Charlotte might be my favorite, um, you know, outside of like Bakersfield and Ann Arbor because they're just so talented top to bottom and they don't really have any weak points. You don't really know how to attack them. So, um, yeah, they're just playing really, really well. What do you think about this Charlotte team? Yeah, um, I mean – they they're playing really good at basketball um in the tournament here um they've got basically um basically three starters uh, all in double digits um scoring uh Zachary Matthews is at 9.4 versus 10 which yeah. is always good i mean they're scoring 81 points per game uh so mm-hmm. definitely keeping the ball uh keeping um keep you on your toes and who's exactly going to score. Um, so yeah, they're a very interesting team. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Cool. Well, let's, uh, let's look at the bot, the, the team they're playing, which is new Orleans. So new Orleans, uh, the ninjas, you know, they're led by senior Elijah Hall and man, they probably had the best game of the tournament, uh, their first game against Ocala. I feel so bad for Ocala in this one because Ocala, they're a really solid team. They mm-hmm. were down probably 10, um, 12 going into the fourth quarter, and they come all the way back. They, they storm back. Um, so they storm back, and uh, Justin Stewart with three minutes hits a three to put them up by one. Um, they go up by three with a minute 43 left. They have the ball with up by three. Elijah Joshua misses a shot. Um, Nicholas Wood follows, uh, follows uh, Dalton Muhammad. Um, Javon Main hits a shot to go up three with 25 seconds. And you feel pretty good. Duncan Russell gets the ball, misses the mid-range jumper, but gets his own – well, Dalton Muhammad gets the rebound and gets fouled again. Makes the free throw. Uh, they inbound it to Evan Edgerton. Uh, Evans, a uh, 
64.4% shooter from uh, free throw shooter from uh, the power forward spot. And he misses the front end of the one and one. And they go down and uh, Augustine, Augustine, yes, makes a and one to put him up by two with five seconds left. I mean, just brutal for Ocala to lose that game. Mm-hmm. But, you mm-hmm. know, congrats to New Orleans. I'm just, you know, not giving up, playing great. Just they just own the boards. They only had 10 turnovers that game, made their free throws. They were 13 for 14. And they just never gave up. You know, it looked like Ocala had the game in the bag, but it didn't happen. So uh, and then they played Tallahassee. Tallahassee got an upset in the first round, but uh, Duncan Russell played great, 10 of 17, 8 of knock, 8 of 13. Um, Dalton Muhammad, 13 points, 13 boards, 8 blocks. Uh, Elijah Hall, um, only 17 points, but he had 5 assists, 3 steals, 5 rebounds, 2 blocks. Did a little bit of everything that led to the win. And now, as a reward, you get... Maybe the hottest team in the country in Charlotte. How do you how do you think this game goes? Yeah. Um. What's interesting? So, like we were talking about Charlotte. Charlotte's got, uh, for all intents and purposes, basically five starters in double digits, um, scoring. Mm-hmm. Um, New Orleans actually, when you take the per thirty, uh, for their um, they're basically in the same spot too. Um, their per thirty on their kind of their power forward, Jared Godwin gets up to nine. Um, he's only played 20 minutes because he hasn't uh, 20 minutes. But I'm not actually. I probably should check. He's actually the starter versus he. Got well, back. he got moved to the bench after the night. mind. Um, that is old information. <laughs> That's all right. So the starters Aiden Knock. Um, well, Aiden Knock was playing small forward, and then he moved to power forward. Uh, the new small forward is uh, Duncan Russell, who started as backup small forward and switched the last few games to small forward. And he's been doing pretty well since he got promoted. Yes, for sure. He's uh, scoring extremely well. Um, I think he, I don't know. Uh, yeah, since since starting, he's got an 18, 11, 21, a couple low games at 7 and 9, but 22 and 24 for the uh, um kind of moving into the tourney. So catching yeah. catching fire at, at when the lights are turned on. So, yeah. Well, let's look at the top bracket, Region 1. So you got Ann Arbor, and Ann Arbor's just been on a roll. They won by 56 the first game. Mm-hmm. And uh, just, uh, I mean, they just torched them, you know. Uh, but that's what happens when you play 16 seed. And yeah. they played Brunswick. It was a little closer, you know. Uh, Anthony Baker went 11 for 25. Andrew Tucker went 8 of 18. They didn't shoot the most efficiently, but they played great defense. They got 17 offensive boards, as did Brunswick. Um, and the real difference was they, uh, I mean, they got to the line 21 times, They hit and they hit their threes. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, so it didn't matter. Um, yeah, the numbers worked out. They they won that game, and they're on to the, they're on to the next round. Andrew Tucker, 16 points, 2 Two blocks. I mean, guys, a stub. They're going up against Reno. Reno had a really close game against Huntsville in the first round. Um, Reno was uh, was down um, with two minutes left. They're down by three. Uh, Henry Jones hit a two to put him with him one. 
Um, Eric Reese got a steal. Jermaine Collins got a rebound. And he uh, put up a layup and he got fouled with a minute left to put him up by one. Eric Reese hit another one to um, extend it to three. Juan Woolridge missed his three, and that was kind of all she wrote. Juan uh, Woolridge is actually a good three point shooter, 42% from the, for, for the year, but um, he missed that one. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and yeah, so Reno won that one. And then in the second round, Reno, um, just like their name, they rolled. They rolled Boise, and it wasn't even close. Um, 97 to 55. I mean, uh, Zachary Richardson, 11 for 15. Eric Reese, 8 for 12. Jermaine Collins, 8 for 12. They out-rebounded him 51 to 39. They held the other team to 29% from the field. And, I mean, if they can hold a team like that um, to that low of scoring – um, you got to think this matchup is going to be fun. Two teams who love to run zone, two mm-hmm. teams that love to score a lot of points. Um, mm-hmm. Obviously, one more than the other, but you know this this is setting up to be maybe the matchup of the uh, uh, of the Sweet Sixteen. Um, what do you think of this? Yeah, for sure. Um, wh- I mean. Reno's defense has been off the charts the first two games. He had uh, uh, his first team at 38%, and then uh, Boise, who has been uh, scoring at almost uh, 89 points per game, he held him to 26% field goal. I mean, just completely obliterated. Um, a really solid team. Um, what also is kind of an interesting like side fact, because obviously I've played Reno um, being in conference. Um, Jermaine Collins hasn't really been a shooter most of his career, but yeah. he's had over 12 points the la- uh, last two uh, over 12 points the last three games and uh, 21 in this last uh, last game, which I think is a career high for him. So might be tr- warming him up a little bit, um, which is kind of fun, always kind of fun. Yeah. And one thing I wonder about this game is the the difference between these two teams is Reno does not like to shoot threes. Mm-mm. They only shoot 5.8 a game. And then Ann Arbor is the exact opposite. They're like, we're going to jack up as many as we can. They take 17.73 pointers per game. Three pointers cause variance, you know, and sometimes you do well, sometimes you don't. And uh, I'm really interested to see uh, yeah, what, who comes to play? Um, how, how does it turn out? You know, um, yeah, it, I think, I think it'll be interesting. Yeah. I think that'll be interesting. The both running zone is also kind of that interesting factoid. Um, I think, um, if we're going to get projections, uh, I think j- just based on the three point, um, I mean, as you said, it causes variance, but when you're playing a team that's playing against zone. Um, I'm going to, uh, say the three-pointers are going to um, be a little bit more beneficial since they're going to be a little bit more open on the arc, um, hypothetically. Um, so, yeah. but if this game, for whatever reason, stays inside, um, Jermaine Collins and Henry Jones are definitely going to slow slow down um, and definitely man the paint, which yeah. they do extremely well. Um, yeah. Yeah, it should be interesting. It should be interesting. I mean, mm-hmm. one team's going to be taking it in and 
I mean, one team, if you take it in more, you're going to deal with Andrew Tucker, you know? Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, we all know Tuck's coming. So, um, <laughs> so yeah, I mean, the, I'm excited for this game. This, this can be a fun one, I think. Uh, yes. In the bottom half, you have uh, San Jose. And San Jose, you know, they don't get a lot of respect playing in a not-that-great conference. Um, but they beat a really solid team in Cleveland um, on Monday. And then today, they beat uh, a really, really good team in Cedar, Cedar Rapids. So, uh, uh, Brian Combs shot 12 for 19. Brian Combs has been playing incredible this whole, this whole year, but... That was just a really, really big game when they needed him the most. Um, he showed up. He didn't play that great in the first round, but they didn't need him to necessarily. Mm -mm. Um, and then uh, and they made it – yeah, so they make it to the uh, Sweet 16. They're going up against Arlington. Arlington, you know, really solid Yakima. And then they beat one of the most efficient offensive teams in the country in Colorado Springs. Arlington scored 104 and 94. They're scoring a lot of points. Um and they do it with a lot of different guys. They use their bench. They use Israel Morales. He went um, seven for nine today. Uh, I really like, I mean, yeah, I really like this Arlington team. And, uh, yeah, I mean, mm -hmm. yeah, they, they, get, they got some players. They got some players, and they should be a fun matchup. I think, I think they hold the edge a little bit over this uh, San Jose team, even with uh, – Cohen's playing really well. What do you think? Yeah, um, I'd probably have to agree um, with that. Um, it is um, San Jose's uh, there. Um, I think another important kind of fun note: uh, Samuel Hartman's been playing extremely well in the paint the last two games. I think he's yeah. got. I think first game he had thirteen rebounds, six blocks, and he, I think he had six blocks the next game too. Uh, versus Cedar Rapids, so kind of shout out to him from his uh, defensive self. Um, yeah, uh, I think Arlington with uh, spreading the ball around should be um, with some manipulation of uh, shot settings. I think they should be able to meander their way around. Um, however, um, San Jose has been playing good basketball also. Um, like you said, they beat a very good Cedar Rapids uh, team today. Mm -hmm. So um, they also tend to spread the ball a little bit around too. So yeah, it'll be interesting to see um, how the uh, settings kind of go and if they manipulate them much or if they keep going with what they have. Um, yeah. Yeah. The game within cool. the game. So. Cool, cool. Well, that's all we have for you um, today. Um, thanks for listening in, guys. Um, hopefully, we'll be able to do another one of these after the game Friday. Uh, but, yeah, I'm really looking forward to it and uh, looking forward to, um, yeah, how the rest of this – yeah, just looking forward to how the rest of the tournament goes. I think we have – we're in store for some really good games, especially because there hasn't – there's been mostly chalk. I mean, not, not completely, but – for the most part, it's it's been a lot of chalk, and that means you know as you move on to the later rounds, um, you get you get some really really solid teams, um, mm -hmm. and uh, we're gonna see who's 
who's the best team out there. Yes, for sure, for sure. No, I uh, NGT to, uh, national tournaments always fun. I mean, no matter what tournament you get into, uh, P- PTT, which both of us are in, has been fun too. So um, it's yeah, uh, tournament central is always a fun time of year, um, and it's always cool to see um, which teams are are trending up keep moving up and what's ones trend down, stay down and uh, kind of everything in between. So, yeah. Yeah. Cool. Well, thanks so much, coach. Um, we will, any other closing thoughts for you? Um, n- nothing. No, I think I'm good. No? Okay, cool. Well, thanks so much. Um, we will talk to you later and uh, yeah, have a good one.